Welcome to Element Pods, where we start the conversation about how God is moving in your life. Thanks for tuning in. Parker and Josh here for episode three, talking about who am I? It's this just dogging question on our lives of who we are and where we get our identity from. And uh, there's a lot of lies that circle our lives about our identity. And I'm just going to hand it over to Josh to kind of take it away. Well, Parker, this is what's going to be fun because me talking about this topic, I've, I've heard you share so many times about um, maybe how many times you felt like maybe you've redefined who Parker Lowry is. Right, yes, you know, no like kidding. I'm the social media guy. Yeah. Uh, I'm the hardcore music guy. I'm the video guy. I'm this guy. I now ride an electric skateboard, so I'm a skateboarder. Yeah, we got a little bit of skater gang going on. Yeah, yeah. So this is, this is something, you know, we make jokes about that. Yeah. But as people look at their identity, specifically when you as a student look at your identity, um, it can shape and direct the course of your entire life. Totally. And this is why having a firm understanding of of who I am and where that definition and that baseline of who I am comes into play. And that's why this discussion is so important. Um, So what is it that, that really you think um, a typical student is struggling with with what the, the world, the cult, like their school, their friends, is like pushing on them and who they are? It's, I mean, you can use the typical old man responses of like the media is telling them, but it's so accurate. Yeah. Like when you, what you see uh, when you're at movies, what you listen to uh, with music all speaks into what I think uh, I should be. Wow. Yeah. I just even thought about like, um, sometimes we as Nebraskans feel less than because we're not from LA or something. Like right. We meet someone who's from Colorado and we're like, Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Like they automatically go to yeah. some level of cool yeah. because they're from not Nebraska. Yeah. Right? So like it comes from everywhere. Like yeah. you're saying. And, and so we see it up and down our hallways. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's not all bad yeah. because we have, we have teachers that are trying in a positive way to encourage you uh, to be something. You have coaches that are that see potential and they're trying to encourage you to be something. You might have parents, uncles, grandparents, siblings that see potential and they go and they're trying to speak. Uh, what they're essentially doing is they're trying to speak identity into you. So what problems do you see that creating for students? Well, the, the biggest problem is this, is any kind of identity that is built and established uh, mm-hmm. with our, um, around these systems yeah. is, is basically like a false house because let, let's mm-hmm. pretend that um, I put a lot of stock into what my teacher says or what my coach says. Yeah. Like, let's, let's use a coach, for example. A lot of yeah. people at some level are somewhat involved with some kind of athletics or band or anything like that. Right. What happens when all of a sudden that is not a part of our lives and for so long we've been building our identity that I am, I am I'm Josh Sykes, the athlete, or I am mm-hmm. Josh Sykes, the lead, yeah. the the section lead on the drum line. Yeah. Man, what happens when I lose the ability, or because I graduate, you know, I've I've lost. All of a sudden, you find yourself in an Id- identity crisis, yeah. and it's all out of good intention, 
that they are driving you towards that, but you find that you're building this pyramid of your identity and the base row is completely dysfunctional. There's like this line from Men's Fraternity that's like a man without a plan creates chaos. I kind of feel like anybody without an identity creates chaos. Absolutely. (laughs) Or without having a solid root in who they are. Yeah. So we understand the problem and the mountain before us. What does God say about our identity and what's the truth in all of that? So this is the, one of the most beautiful parts of Scripture for me that I actually get really emotional about because I, uh, I have a desire for this generation to understand the truth that they are loved by their Father God. Yeah. And, and I understand that the image of Father in our culture has become broken because yeah. of broken families, because of, because of totally. fatherlessness. I understand that even that term can bring pain, but when we see the true love of the Father, it is a very valuable thing for us as followers of Christ, for you as a follower of Christ, to wrap your hands around. And so I I find myself going back to Romans chapter 8, and this Mm -hmm. is a chapter where the writer of this book is trying to give the hearers, these were followers of Jesus, encouragement for you don't have to live that way anymore. He was saying, look, your identity is different now. He was saying, you used to live a certain way. God is calling you to be this. And it's not for the sake of earning salvation. He was going, no, you need to understand your new identity. Mm -hmm. You don't have to feel the pressures um, that come with that. And and this is what he said in Romans chapter 8. This is a beautiful section that comes uh, from chapter 8, verse 15. It says, the spirit you receive does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the spirit you receive brought about your adoption Mm. to sonship. The beautiful part about adoption is that you were chosen. Mm-hmm. And and that is such a yeah. powerful thing because most parents, yeah. you don't pick and choose the genetics that are put together for the child that you received. But when you're adopted by Father God, God looks at you and says, I choose, you've been adopted. Mm. And and the powerful thing is this, is that um, you are adopted to, your adoption to sonship and by him, we cry, Abba, Father. And that's like looking at the creator of the universe. And he says, look, son, look, daughter, I give you the right. To call me daddy yeah and when my identity starts there when i know that the the god that that pieced together the beauty of this creation the beauty the the magnificence of the universe when yeah. when i fully understand that that god gives me permission to call him daddy yeah that's where my identity has yeah to begin. and like that the ability to call him by that also comes with the benefits of that relationship like the protection the the encouragement, the strength, the, the blessing, the blessing, the yeah. identity. And I think back even to your initial talk about um, coaches choosing who's on what team and stuff like that. You think about that's basically some sort of adoption. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And so uh, th- think of it this way, like God has looked at you, sent a son to save you to say you're adopted. Like you don't have to, you don't have to make the team. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so and just finding your identity in that. Um, is a solid ground. And and students, this is what we need you to hear yeah. in this. We need to hear we need you to hear stop listening to what your the lies that your peers might be saying, trying to tear you down, yeah. destroy you. Your identity is not tied into that. Your identity is not tied into any kind of uh physical being that society says that you should be or some kind of sexual being that society says that you should be. Your identity is tied into the fact that you yeah 
are a child of God. Yeah, and I and I think too, just to be a little personal with it, is like I think this is a lifelong battle. Like you're gonna struggle with this. You know, you'll know the truth, but then all of a sudden you'll get insecure about who you are. Parker, this yeah, happens this to me. I know. Tell me it never happened. Right, right, right. And it happens to me too. And I try to, you know, there's these moments in life where you have to like sit back and go, who am I? Yep. But if you're not looking to God as your father, as your dad, you, you'll, you'll just latch on to whatever's closest. Mm-hmm. But in this case, we're encouraging you to just latch on to the one solution. That will, that will get you through that. So thanks for your time today, Josh. I really appreciate it. Um, any last words? I, you know, I would just tell our students, it, this is a huge topic that I know is not easy. Yeah. Uh, man, sit down with your coach. Have a conversation. Shoot him a text. Yeah, don't yeah. dismiss. Don't go, I can't talk about this because I don't have a dad. Man, if you don't have a dad, you need to talk about this. Yeah. Um, you know, lean into the conversation. Be courageous to ask the tough questions and be a good listener. All right. We'll see you guys later. Thanks for tuning in to Element Pots. Make sure you subscribe to this feed for future conversations about God at work in your life.